And welcome to the Business Matters podcast with me, Richard Alvin. I'm pleased to be joined today by Colin Bell, the Business Growth Director of the Northeast Local Area Partnerships, because we're going to be talking about the new peer-to-peer networking. Hi, Colin. Hi, Richard. Colin, can you uh, briefly expand upon what peer-to-peer networking is and actually why it was started? Yeah, so the peer-to-peer networking, I suppose it... You know, it does to a certain extent, it does what it says on on the tin. It's about bringing groups of business owners together to learn from one another, to talk about their their kind of aspirations for the for the future, to um, get people's ideas and insights in terms of um, you know what 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 they think they could do to achieve those ambitions. But equally, you know, it's it's as e- equally about um, addressing some of those day to day issues that business owner, owners face. It could be actually we just lost a big customer. What do we do about that? Then you know, John keeps coming into the office and he's being a real a real pain in the bum. And actually, what do I do about that? Or um, you know, all that that kind of day to day stuff that that takes up time. And actually, you know, is, is some of the stuff that will probably be keeping business owners awake at night. So what's the makeup of this group? You know, um, I've read that it's about anywhere between sort of eight to 11 businesses um, and then a facilitator on top. But are they within their own sectors or are they cross sector? Um, You know, what's the sort of makeup of the average uh, sort of network group? It's a real combination, to be honest, Richard. We've got 30 groups running within the northeast and we've got some that actually... um, you know, it, it's quite wide in terms of the engagement. So we've got businesses from across the northeast and a whole variety of different sectors, and actually of a, a real b- b- variance in terms of size. Um, so we've got one group where we've got um, businesses with five employees mixed with businesses with 100, 150, and that's working really well. Equally, we've got groups that are very focused on certain sectors. So we've got one around. Um, Food and drink, one of food and drink sector, got one around the auto automotive sector. We've got advanced manufacturers coming together to actually focus on uh, things like Brexit, you know, and how do they how do they deal with that? So some have actually got a bit of a theme to them. And we've even got groups um, that, that are focused on um, farm businesses coming together and childcare providers. So there's a whole a whole variety of different approaches that we're testing. So I suppose the good good thing about that is that you know there's prob- probably a group for, for everyone. Excellent. Um, and whilst clearly you're just focused on the northeast, um, I believe there's around about six or seven thousand businesses across the whole UK actually taking part in the peer-to-peer networking groups at the moment. Absolutely, and I think that that's a really positive story because really, I suppose the recruitment for peer networks um, really started in earnest probably mid-October to early November. So I think the the demand and you know actually um, that, that that kind of national picture to engage six thousand businesses um, you know in in a relatively short space of time is a, a really positive positive story to tell and I think and I think just really raises the the need for this type of support at the moment. Excellent. Um, basically, what type of businesses are actually eligible to join? Because you said you know just now that you got you know anywhere between five employees to hundred employees. Is there a is there a sweet spot or pretty much within the SME space, um, you know, anywhere, anywhere a bit from five to 100? So, so, the, so there's some set criteria that, that, that the funders, so the Department of Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy have set. So five employees minimum, um, over £100,000 worth, pounds, 
pounds worth of turnover. You know, that's the kind of base. But for us, the, the most important criteria is that we're engaging companies who have a real ambition to grow. They've got an ambition to do things differently they're open to challenge you know that's one of the biggest things that they're going to get from a peer network it's actually the challenge and the insights from their peers so they've got to be open to open to challenge but also open to challenging other people you know that that's a, a real benefit of, of, of the of, of the process but you know really having that kind of hunger to do things differently and um and, and kind of you know but break through the current situation but bigger and better, you know, is really what we're what we're looking for. Um, when you say sort of a, 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 an ambition for growth, etc., at the moment, some businesses, um, you know, that they actually need resilience and actually to keep on just going, keeping their head above the water, as opposed to yes, yes you know, they probably got growth ambitions, but with COVID, Brexit, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, some of those may have been knocked out. So, can businesses still join? Whether you know, whilst they they may have growth ambitions at the moment, you know they want to join for advice on actually being able to keep it going. Absolutely, Richard, and I think that's a that's a really good and, and valid valid point. So, particularly in the in the sectors that have been hardest hit, so hospitality, leisure, um, retail, we've got specific groups around those particular areas at the moment. So, and, and I think that actually those businesses coming together to understand that they're they're not alone but also to learn from other people in terms of what are they doing to cope with the situation how are they managing staff how are they um you know trying to generate demand and and um and and engage engage with customers etc is really 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 valuable i think but probably an undertone that's still for flowed through those group is kind of looking to the recovery so for instance we've got groups of retailers coming together from particular town centers and high streets and really what they're coming together for it's it's to tackle some of those immediate issues that they're that they're they're facing but equally it's thinking about actually when restrictions start to be lifted you know we're we're probably going to see quite a strong return to demand you know that happened in the summer when when um, restrictions were lifted so how we're going to deal with that how we're going to really capitalize on that and equally how do we come together to to kind of revive and kind of reignite the the high street or the town center that they're they're focused on because they can't do it individually they've got to do that as a collective so that that's really what they're planning in the group so i think yeah it's really powerful to in 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 helping support the 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 kind of resilience that people need at the moment to kind of get through this situation but equally part of part of that i suppose is um one of the things that i think helps that that resilience is almost working with the group to to visualize a better tomorrow and think actually when things when a bit of normality does return what does that look like and actually and actually how we're going to really capitalize on that and i think actually that that kind of hope in the future you know is what one of the things that really helps um you, you, you know kind of people deal with the current situation and um think about the future um who's actually leading the groups are they is there a formal structure as such um with you know proper facilitators coming in with either a set or an indirect uh, agenda um or is it fairly just literally just you know all the businesses coming together but under an umbrella yeah so so the the, the people leading the groups are experienced trained facilitators so they understand the 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 under the underpinning methodology that that really that, that really um 
peer networks are built around, which is, is something called action action learning, which is essentially about um, a, a structure that just allows um, allows peers to look, to learn from from one one another. So they they come to come to come together. So we've got facilitators who who understand that. But I think that one of the really important things about the facilitators we we've got on board are that they they understand that process. But they're also experienced in growing businesses. They've all kind of scaled businesses. They've all run their their own businesses. So they kind of understand it from a practical as well as a kind of theoretical position. And I think that's really really important. And they're not just facilitating the workshops they're also providing one-to-one coaching outside of the workshops so all that learning all the kind of insights all the kind of thoughts that are, are being um, being drawn to the surface through the workshops they're actually working with people outside of those to internalize that learning and make sure that it, it kind of I suppose it results in practical practical plans you know they're really going to make an impact on the on the person and the business. Um, people that are taking part in the uh, the actual groups do they have access or the facilitators have access to specialists? So, you know, Brexit is obviously, you know, hugely hot topic for the moment, um, especially with some of your manufacturing sector in the northeast. So if they need specific advice from HMRC or whoever about importing or the new various documentations needed, et cetera, can they pull upon that? And also, um, if you take part in one of these groups, in theory, do you have access to funding pots? Um, and grants and whatever else from either government, central or, or local, and um, that you may not be able to to gain access to if you weren't taking part in a group like this. Yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. So I'll I'll tackle that in 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 two parts. So the first one is having access to specialist expertise. In some cases, and actually Brexit's a really good example. In some cases, it's embedded within the the peer learning workshop. So we've actually got. Um, specific groups coming together through one of our partners, the Advanced Manufacturing Forum in the the northeast, who are actually co- coming together to to consider the the issues that Brexit's throwing up for their their businesses now. The delivery methodology there, we've got a facilitator, but we've also got a Brexit expert um, in place who understands the challenges that they're facing around rules of origin, import export documentation how they handle VAT and all those sort of things. So it's a bit of a dual approach there. Equally, the each peer network is connected to the Northeast Growth Hub. So basically, at any point, if a company has a specific issue or they need to leverage specific expertise or, or resource, then they can access that through the through the, the Growth Hub. The, the second point, just really about having, having um, access to, to ongoing support and, and funding, et cetera. We're obviously in a very dynamic situation at the moment and new and different types of support and funding are coming on stream almost on a on a weekly or, or kind of daily basis at the moment so it's a very fluid situation now the because of that regular interaction with the growth hub the participants of the the peer networks are pr- probably going to learn about those those sort of things before the, the vast majority of other businesses just because they're we're in regular regular contact so i think that's a that's a real benefit actually at the moment of being engaged in a peer network there they're going to be they're going to going to have their ear to the ground kind of know what's happening and um and obviously the, there's a real benefit to 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 that excellent what sort of time commitments from from an sme that that wants to to to, to get some of that learning um and and you know advice within the network um you know is it two hours a week three hours a week is it within a structure um or is it sort of ad hoc 
Yeah, I mean, it t- tends to be around about two two hours a week um, that the businesses are, are dedicating to this at, this at the moment. And again, you know, the, the feedback from businesses are that's uh, two hours of the week that they that they really look forward to. At the moment, I think a lot of businesses, it's very challenging for them to actually make space in their diaries. You know, they're kind of, you know, working incredibly hard um, to to obviously, you know, run their businesses and deal with a lot of the issues that they're facing through the the current circumstances. So actually having that time out and just the, the opportunity to reflect and kind of bounce around the ideas or the kind of issues that they're facing in that week is really valuable. So it's two, two, two hours a week, but two hours of time well spent of course what what where there's a, an additional time commitment which isn't mandatory but you know it's kind of there to support companies is that one-to-one time with their coach as well so you could be looking about around about two two to three hours a, a week um i say the, the the workshop time you know t- two hours but then there's some additional coaching as well if, if required and it's for a fixed period of six weeks is that correct six weeks yeah that's right Okay. Um, And the first tranche is just about to expire. So people listening to this that want to take part, they've in theory got till the end of the week, to the end of January to sign up. Um, But I believe that if a trainer, if they can trainer can pre-parcel a group together, um, they may well just be able to eke into February. Yes, absolutely. I think we'll we'll apply some flexibility um, at the beginning of February. But but ideally, if people are interested in this, you know, the route really, you know, advise them to get an expression of interest in ASAP, and certainly by the end of the this week. Okay. Um, for those businesses taking part, what do you do? You think the real sort of changes and benefits are going to be that they can expect to see as a, as a, as an outcome for those you know twelve hours that they've spent. Um, doing it plus whatever one-to-one they can actually get as well but first one i would say is um, really valuable and it's probably peace of mind you know actually they're going to be learning from a whole range of different people and interacting with different people in a very similar situation to them So, so sometimes in business we can think that the problems we face are pretty unique the chances are that you know the other people in the room will be facing or have faced exactly the same same problems. So, you know, but why not learn from them? You know, if they've already solved the problem that you face, and take the shortcut. You know, kind of kind of learn learn from them. So, so I think that that that's a that that's a real real benefit from from interacting. The other thing is an an, an obviously obvious um, natural benefit of engaging in a peer network is the the contacts businesses make. So, you know. It's it's incredibly common where the businesses involved start trading from one another. They um, you know start selling to one another. If they if a business is trying to open up a market or get in front of a, a you know a, a, a certain business or or, or or potential customer, then chance, chances are someone in the group will have a route to that. So you know they can unlock doors for for what one another. So there's a you know we see you know business being being done and i think that's a that's a you know obviously what one of the key benefits that we're really keen to see because you know ultimately this is about growing businesses it's about businesses being being more profitable and they're they're the type of um that that's what that's what businesses are telling us they're that they're starting to see as a result of participating in peer networks okay excellent stuff um so as i said uh, you know, businesses that are listening to this now, business owners that are listening to this now, um, need to get a wriggle on. They've got to the end of the week. 
Um, how how would they actually go about signing up or putting their expression of interest in um, either or both in in the northeast, obviously where you are, but but you know nationally. Yeah, so, so, so there's two routes. So num, number one is there's a, a national website, peernetworks.co.uk. So log on there and you can express an expression of interest. That will then come to your local growth hub. The other, the other route, of course, is just to go direct to your, your local growth hub within your area. In the northeast, that would be the northeast growth hub. And you can, again, access our contact details and express an interest via our website, which is northeastgrowthhub.co.uk. Excellent stuff. Colin, thanks very much for uh, taking the time to speak to us today. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, many of our listeners um, take, take the offer up to uh, take part in a growth hub near them. Fantastic. I really hope they do, Richard. Working with leading experts who know all about the business you run, because your business matters. 